Hello, everybody. How you doing? What's going on? Welcome to episode three. Happy Saturday. I have the pleasure of being joined by... Uh, look, it's Ultra. I... Hey. Look! It's Ultra. It's Ultrasaurus. This wonderful human being over here. Uh, this simulator extraordinaire dinosaur expert human being. Hi. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. Of course. How's everything going? Uh, it's going good. Can't complain yourself. Good. I didn't flip any trucks getting here, so I'm fine. <laughs> How about you? <clears throat> uh, crashed some planes last night, I think. What did we do? Yeah, that's what we did. You crashed planes <laughs> last night. We did, yes. So you've moved on from trucks, crashing trucks, to no, crashing planes. No, that's still... That's still in the repertoire, but now we just, like, generically crash vehicles overall now. Oh, I see. Okay. I see. Gotcha. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Um, it's great to have Ultrasaurus here. Thank you again for being here. And, um, yeah. So, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, but first, I, just because we, we've recently met. We've only known each other for, I don't know, like, two months? Three months? I feel like I've known you for a lot longer with the amount of things we have in common, but... Um, it just seems that way. You know when you just click with somebody? Ultrasaurus is that, that kind of person. You just kind of hit it off. It's, it's great. She's a lot of fun. It's happening. It's happening. It's, yeah. it's happening. It's happening. So how did you get start streaming? Because I don't even know that. It's a really interesting story. So I was never really into Twitch. I never even watched Twitch. But uh, Duncan would watch Twitch. And... I would kind of take a look at who he was watching. And I noticed there weren't a lot of women... Uh, that were streaming the games that he was into. And then I started perusing Twitch, and I kind of realized that there wasn't really anyone on Twitch that I, just from the quick search I did, uh, really enjoyed watching. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I could provide content that a lot of people would appreciate, and I want to I be able to provide the content, the type of content that I would enjoy myself. And so I just did it for fun for quite a while. Um, I'm going into, I think, three and a half years of streaming now. Um, but I had zero expectations. Just, just was one. I'm like, you know what? If I'm gaming, I'll turn the camera on and we'll see what happens. And um, yeah, if you told me three and a half years ago that we'd be uh, partnered with Twitch, I would tell you to get out of here. <laughs> three and a half years. That's a lot of time. Yeah. And have you done simulation games most of that time? Absolutely not. No. I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> so initially i uh, i actually used to lead a guild in world of warcraft and i was a raid leader and um that was stressful and was probably the reason why i have a lot of gray hair so <laughs> i don't touch that game anymore um you but i went on both. from yeah <laughs> i went on from uh world of warcraft to uh i started playing dinosaur survival games because i love dinosaurs and we did that for a while but it's the game is very frustrating because a lot of the viewership from the game was not actually based on you as a streamer, but rather on the success of the game itself. So kind of coasted with that for a while, and it got to the point where the state of the game was so frustrating with the lack of updates that um, I'm like, you know, let's, let's play other things. And I've actually always played simulation games. I just never streamed them. And the reasoning for that is I just didn't think anyone wanted to watch me play simulation games. I just didn't think it interested people. But I'm like, you know what? 
let's try it out. Let's see what happened. And um, it's probably the best possible thing that could have happened for my Twitch channel. That, yeah, uh, you're... You, I think you're the... I, I've never played trucking sims before. And then you show up out of the blue and you're just like, yeah, this is a thing. Mm -hmm. And it is... It's mind-boggling that people actually do want to watch simulation games, but it's a lot of fun. Not just for it's us as streamers, but for the viewer too. And I, I, I'm still stunned to this day. Absolutely. I think there's definitely... The, the more I've played and streamed these simulation games, the more I kind of understand the appeal to watching these games. And I myself quite enjoy watching streamers like you thunder play snowrunner as well because it's just Jeez. it's it's a nice easygoing chill experience it's it's not a lot of yelling or screaming it's just like vibing while we drive trucks <laughs> true until you have a giant airplane wing and you flip it over the side of a mountain <laughs> and you've been trying to yes. truck it along for six hours then <laughs> there will be a reason to stream uh to scream <laughs> yes hasn't happened yet but you're also playing <sighs> You you play a lot of these games on like the hardest mode too, because you were telling me that in Snowrunner specifically, you're doing a hard mode playthrough. I won't even touch that. Honestly, um, I think so. Again, I, I was playing a lot of these simulation games before I started streaming them. So I was playing Spin Tires was like the first game in the series. Um, I was already playing that on the hardest difficulty. Um, so that was like a pretty quick and easy transition for me for Snowrunner. But in general, I like being challenged. I I like playing games that are a real kick in the nuts. Um, so I will I will play it on the hardest difficulty. Sometimes I'll skip tutorials just because that's just the way we do things sometimes. Okay. By just right into the fire. I like it. Yeah. You're brave. You're a brave soul. <laughs> that's uh that's a scary thing. But I know how you feel. I can I can relate to that. Which is, this is the reason why I wanted to do it on normal mode is because I needed a break from all the craziness. Oh, so that's, that's fair. That's yeah, so fair. That's really great. So you've, you've, played, you've played a lot of SnowRunner. You've been playing American Truck Simulator a little bit recently. And you're also playing, mm -hmm. is it Pulsar? Or that's... I tried that out the other night. Yeah, that was um, with a group of friends. It was uh, definitely a little bit out of my <laughs> comfort zone. <laughs> uh, but it was a very interesting game. Very, like... Star Trek-esque game that I would like to look into more in the future. Um, but yeah, definitely not something I feel as is easy to get into as the trucking sims. That's fair. So are, are, would you say that trucking sims are probably your favorite of the sims that you've played so far? I would say so, yes. But uh, DCS, the digital combat simulator uh, flight game, is definitely growing on me, for sure. Um, but yeah, just, I guess, more games that have to do with things that you can tangibly see and also maybe even be in that vehicle yourself on, on Earth. <laughs> I guess it's harder for me to relate to Pulsar just because, like, I don't think I'll ever be on a spaceship, and I don't think I'll ever really see one up close. Whereas these other things, like trucks and fighter jets and everything else, like these are much more tangible concepts to me. Sure. Just like taking a broom and a car for a gas station simulator and flipping it upside down, that kind of tangible situation. That, that... Yeah, totally realistic. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's the one time I was looking in your stream, I, I, was, I was mesmerized by that, that that was the thing. 
But, yeah, it's it's yeah. actually a very legitimate strategy in this game too. If you have a traffic jam, you just grab that broom and you shoot the cars away. Shoot the cars away. Yeah. Wish that would have worked when I was living in New York. That would have been great. <sighs> Saved me a lot of <laughs> lot of headaches. <laughs> no kidding, eh? Yeah. So another thing, obviously, everybody has like a beginning in gaming. What games did you play when you were growing up? Is there anything that you really got into, or you didn't find gaming till later? So I was very fortunate. Um, the job that my dad had, um, he was actually very involved with computers and software design and programming. So um, we always had access to computers. And probably my first, there were two games that I can remember that were my first games. Um, one was the original Age of Empires. When I was three years old, I was playing that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the other game is, I don't know if you know this game. It's a really weird niche game. But it was like on a floppy disk and there's like two monkeys on either side of like a city setting and you have to type in like a velocity and angle and you throw bananas at each other and try to kill the other monkey on the other side and it'll like if you hit a building it does a little like wouldn't destroys the building too anyways it's like super retro but yeah that game and age of empires i'm intrigued about this monkey game because i played a game that was also it was called Freaky Funky Fuzzballs. It was also on a floppy disk. It was a, it's a, you're, you play against the computer and you have to get keys to go to the next level and yeah. magic wands and stuff like that. The monkey and the velocity with the bananas. Now, did the monkey just like explode like when it got hit once or did it? I think so, yeah. So, I mean, the part of like what's challenging about the game is like you have these very tall like um, skyscrapers, right? That are in the way of like the opposing <laughs> monkey. So, like, it's it's not easy to hit the other person. Um, but, yeah, like, I was actually stunned when my dad was explaining this game to me. I'm like, I was three years old, and I understood how to type in velocity and angle of attack into this game. And he's like, yeah, you did. You beat me a few times. And I was just like, huh. <laughs> That's why you grew up to be a professional. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, just, so the skills you've learned from the monkey game... <laughs> You've translated to SnowRunner, where you could somehow launch vehicles in ways that yes, I never thought it was analytical. possible. Extremely. Yes. And you're a very say, analytical yeah. person. You and I are similar that way. Absolutely. I've just seen you do things with trucks and, and vehicles that I didn't think were humanly possible. But you've, you've managed to pull it off. There's a... Well, there's a way. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Now, you've actually you've helped uh, solidify my, my love for, for Sims even more. Since, since we've met so so happy yeah i i'd say well what would ha ultra have done here and let me do the opposite so i don't flip the truck <laughs> that's not true at all i i've i've flipped the truck quite a bit you do a pretty good job at snowrunner though i remember hopping in and you were talking about how this is your first time playing the game and um yeah i was thoroughly impressed because you you play snowrunner quite well for someone new to the series like Hack. Surprisingly well. It's, it's, I put the cheat code in. Oh, right, right. Yeah, it's I, the Game Shark. <laughs> the Game Shark. Just kind of put it in game shark. the back oh, of your, your computer, and that's the end of it. So you played Age of Empires as well. So you like, you like real-time strategy games, or...? That's the funny thing, I don't. You don't? Okay. So you <laughs> I, liked that game back in the day. I, I primarily like the Age of Empires series, except for Age of Empires 3. Don't talk to me about that game. I never wanted to say um, that. Why? 
they completely changed the way Age of Empires is played, and it's a very controversial addition to the series. Okay. I'm not going to get into <laughs> okay. that's, that's all. I was just curious. But, just, um, I thought about it. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think, like, my love for Age of Empire games, like, is primarily, like, a, a nostalgic one. Um, for the most part, when I game, I don't like using my brain juice when I do. I like sitting back and relaxing, and I think that's why sim games are so nice. You don't really have to think a whole lot about what you're doing. Um, so playing games like Age of Empires, or I've never played StarCraft, but games of the like, it's it's hard for me to get into them unless there's some nostalgia tied into it, just because it, I feel very taxed and over-analytical and trying to min-max, and it's like, I'm not actually enjoying myself doing this. <laughs> yeah, I can understand. I can, that's why I can kind of understand you getting away from World of Warcraft, because that's basically... When you and I go into something, we go in all in. We're just all uh -huh. in. Yeah. So min-maxing, <laughs> getting the right gear, this, is this the best thing for us? No, but yeah, yeah, there needs to be a balance. And that's, I agree with you about the sim games, though, because you can just kind of turn your brain off. It's driving. Exactly. You gotta do. So you can do like a long eight, ten hour shift at work and come home and relax right. and turn your brain off, which yeah. is nice. Turning your brain off is nice. It is a good thing. Okay, well, that's good. Now, one thing I wanted to make sure that we talked about, because for those that were here for the intro, Pippa. That's the name oh, of... Okay. Now, you have a celebrity that lives with you. Uh, one that does not enjoy when you play the harmonica, apparently. Which no, she hates that. Ultra has great talent with the harmonica. We'll get to that. Uh, but... Pippa is just... It's just a mesmerizing creature. I, during the intro, what, what was the name of that? The... Oh, the hammock. The hammock. Just yeah. chilling in the hammock. Mm-hmm. So she's she's fun. She keeps us on our toes. She's um uh, if I were to describe Pippa in as few words as possible, it would be question authority is her entire personality. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I think most mm -hmm. cats are like that. Yeah. But yeah. Pippa specifically. Mm-hmm. So does Pippa always do that with a harmonica or just specific songs? Uh, I think, I think specific songs bother her more. I'm assuming it's like the pitch that the harmonica, uh, creates that is what really bothers her. Because <laughs> I personally think I play the harmonica quite well. Thank you very much. But yeah, she, she, the pitch in it just, uh, she's like, nope, I don't like that. And I'm going to let you know that I don't like that. And I'm going to make you stop, please. And thank you. <laughs> she's polite about it. Kind of. I mean, the the biting is like very social bite me, and the biting is very like kind of gentle at first, and then it like gets a little bit more feverish the longer I continue and don't stop. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's peachy. It's basically play at your own risk kind of thing. Yes, pretty much. Um, I actually uh, recently we also rented a flute and the violin and. Those actually don't seem to bother her too much, but the guitar bothers her as well. Interesting. Yeah. So you're quite musical then. Yeah, I grew up uh, playing a bunch of instruments, and it's been a really long time. I've just kind of been wanting to get back into it. But uh, yeah, I played the piano, saxophone, drums. Uh, I feel like there's one or two more in there somewhere. But yeah, <laughs> very musically inclined. This is why I love this stuff. I've been playing the drums since I was in the fourth grade. 
So oh, drums are fun. Oh, uh, they are fun. I can't play now because it would make too much noise and my neighbors would be very angry. You could get an electric drum set. I want to, but I have to save up for it. And that's going to take some time. <laughs> Those things are expensive. They're very expensive. They are for the, the good quality ones, for sure. Like, really good one, 3500 Ultra can sing, too? You can sing, too. Nope. You can't Absolutely sing. Not. You no, cannot that is, sing. That is a yes. That's, that's, okay, well, there you go. Well, we, we've confirmed it. You've heard it here first. Well, not really first, probably multiple times. So is there <laughs> any particular instrument that you like the most? Um, I have a yes and no. I have a love-hate relationship with the piano. Okay, same. <laughs> I love playing it, but because it's been so long since I took lessons, it's kind of hard for my brain to get wrapped around playing it all over again and my very small apartment cannot um house a piano so would really love to relearn how to play it but it's uh it's, uh don't really have the space or the ability anymore to do so that's fair i i actually i started to teach myself how to play years ago i picked up a yamaha p something or another it's got weighted keys and everything it's great it doesn't take mm -hmm. up a lot of room um huh. but i tried to teach myself and i put it away and I just sit on it. Something sounds good. I just play it and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I can, yeah, I can kind of relate to the whole space thing. I'd love to have an electric drum set, but I don't have the room. Yeah, I um, feel that. I feel that. Yeah, that's... Yeah, maybe one day. One day. Yeah. So, how... And I'm curious, again with the music, so their harmonica, you've been playing... I don't know anybody that plays their harmonica. How long have you been playing their harmonica? Since, I think, elementary school, it was like one of those things the music teacher had us doing, so everybody had to buy harmonica. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, um, that's, I mean, I'm not sure if I would have ever gotten into the harmonica if it wasn't for that music teacher that forced us all to purchase one and play them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's been quite a while since I've had the harmonica. It's, it's a pretty easy instrument to play, to be quite honest. Um, uh, basically, like each note, each hole, you either blow in or you suck in to get different notes. And for pretty basic songs, it's it's honestly very easy and inviting to get into. Interesting. Mm -hmm. We had we had to purchase recorders when I was in school. Those are the worst. Yeah, I would think I would have rather had a harmonica because then I could be as cool as Plankton from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> that is my favorite episode of all time. Fan geeks. It's the best. That's a harmonica Honestly, solo coming. <laughs> the pre-recorder and the recorder, it's like one of those instruments. People would absolutely hate it, but as soon as someone starts playing it, I can instantly feel my blood pressure rising. I cannot stand the sound of those instruments anymore. I'll put, I'll put it away then. I brought it out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's in storage. I wouldn't dare bring that on the show. <laughs> I don't mind embarrassing myself, but not that much. <laughs> Takes it to a whole different level. That's fascinating. I, speaking of singing, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, so let me put my singing voice into layman's terms here. Mm -hmm. It's okay enough that it's not bad, but it's not good enough that it's not good. So it's not bad enough to be funny as a meme. And it's just like that awkward range where it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I actually had it as a redemption on stream for we were doing a charity stream. And I don't think I've ever actually uh, procrastinated doing something on stream for as long as I did. And Dunk was behind me listening to the stream, and he kept hearing me, like, push it back, push it back, push it back. And I kept, like, procrastinating further and further. And he's like, wow, she's super uncomfortable. <laughs> like, she is 
so incredibly embarrassed and uncomfortable because it's not often I don't just dive into something. <laughs> uh, yeah, singing voice. It's uh, it's. I just wish it was worse or better. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it makes sense. But that happy <laughs> medium is kind of tough because at least if you were bad, you can own it. That I'm just terrible. Exactly. But if it's really good, you can say I own it. I'm really good. <laughs> you know. But in the yeah. middle, you're just like, eh, oh. I can sing, but Pippa scratching my face or gnawing my eyes out. I don't <laughs> want that. That's, yeah, I can, I can completely understand that. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, my friends, so we're, we're about, believe it or not, we're already almost about halfway through the show. It just, it just goes by really quick. And one of the things that <laughs> comes to sip, this is one of the things that, uh, Ultra chose to do tonight because we have a couple of mini games we play halfway through the show. Uh, we're going to be playing a game called Save or Delete. Now, this game in particular is a lot of fun because it's essentially, I don't know how else to put it, video game character Tinder? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, you're not really dating the characters or anything like that, but you're swiping left and right. So, Ultra's gonna see a set of random characters. Nobody ever gets the same. There's 90 different characters. And Ultra's gonna have two minutes to swipe left or right, or to hit the arrow keys left or right, or to use A or D, whatever makes her happy. And uh, <laughs> she'll have two minutes to swipe left or right on as many as she can. She can talk us through it. We'll talk about it after the fact. There is an immense amount of pressure here. You can get this wrong. I'm just absolutely joking. I feel like I'm going to polarize chat. Are you? Yes. I'm glad your concerns on chat and not me. I'll be fine. <laughs> Don't worry about my feelings at all. Um, okay. But yeah, that sounds great. Do you have any questions before we get started? Are you good? No, I think it's pretty straightforward. Okay, good. I thought so. Chat. Here we go. Good luck oh, to you. <laughs> oh, I'm so nervous. I think you'll be fine. Okay. Then, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh god, I'm gonna be upsetting people. Yes, Zelda! <laughs> Nyx? No. Vault Boy. <laughs> I don't no. know why the white boxes are like that. That's hilarious. Hands, no. Oh, I like that graphic. That's so weird. <laughs> Oh, Handsome Jack, hell yes. Oh my goodness. Lara Croft, absolutely. Venom, um, he's pretty ripped, so I'll give him that. Um, Kratos, no. <laughs> Alloy? I'm gonna say no, just cause I don't really know her too well. Kazooie, yes. Isabel, she can go to hell. <laughs> um, Hanzo, yes. I... Nope. Oh, you are trying to get. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, because Peach is a tease. Yes. Uh, wow. Codsworth. Yes. Cindy Shepherd. No. Arbiter. Yeah. <laughs> no. Jade. Is she from like? Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay. Gerby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Chris, no. I feel like a lot of my no's are just like, I don't like them, or I don't know them. 
Star Fox, yes. Oh, she looks familiar. I don't know what she's from, though. Bayonet. Oh my god. Thick. Let's go. <laughs> Barret? No. Ten seconds to go. No. Cortana? Absolutely. Kima? No. No. Let's see if we can get one more. Yes. <laughs> Hell yes. You know what? I'm going to give you a lot of credit because you went through more characters than anybody before you. You've easily set a new record for what it's yeah, worth. I know, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So. You're you are, you know, I'm not really surprised because you're very decisive. You know what you need. Um, you're a planner. And I, I'm, I'm impressed. So I'm just going to call you out on it. What, my boy Cal Kestis. Why? What is he even from? I don't even know. Uh-oh. Fallen Order. That's my game. Oh, shoot. <laughs> You're the second. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I just wanted to give you a hard time. <laughs> um, you were, I you're technically very have played Fallen Order, I think, for an hour, and then I decided it wasn't my game. That's <laughs> okay. I think I promptly went back to World of Warcraft. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. well. I said wow, but I really meant wow. Yeah. 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 Um. So you you've made some interesting. So regular Pac-Man's fine. But Miss Pac-Man, yeah. not so much. No, I mean, besides the graphic, weirdly over-sexualizing a round shape. <laughs> yes. Um, I've, I never actually really played games with uh, Mrs. Pac-Man, so. Yeah, Ooh, fair. but if you had shown Mrs. Pac-Man uh, the way they drew her from Futurama, I would have said like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Waka, waka, waka. Waka. That was a very good... Mm, that was a good impression. I didn't realize you were an impressionist. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. So here's the big question. Out of everybody that you saved. Yes. Now you can only choose one. Everybody else is vanishes. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to just choose this based on the character themselves. Sure. Handsome Jack. Um, Handsome Jack is my all-time favorite character, favorite villain. I have never felt so many different emotions while playing a video game about, like, a set character. Um, I don't know him from the pre-sequel, I only know him from Borderlands 2, but, like, just, just amazing character development. So, and he's handsome. Fair. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed Borderlands 2. That was a great game. That was so good. Um... I actually have a Butt Stallion t-shirt, too. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny. Um no, you did well. You just decisive, quick. That was that was impressive. Thanks for playing. Yeah. Um you, you made a good choice because I think I was kind of nervous to take you on in Pong. I think you would have destroyed me. <laughs> I can I can hold maybe, my maybe honor. Not. I can hold my honor. It's fine. Um so one of the I'm not even gonna say unusual because to me it's something that I've always loved since I was a kid, and as soon as I saw your name pop up into chat, I was like, please tell me she loves dinosaurs as much as I do, if not more, and it's way more. <laughs> so please, please tell me how you got into dinosaurs and why you love them so much. Wow. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Disney's, uh, the very first Fantasia they did from the 
Oh dear. It's from the 40s or 50s. Um, but there's actually a big scene done to Rite of Spring, and it's like a 22-minute long song, and it shows like the evolution of Earth and the planet and life, and then it shows you the rise and fall of dinosaurs. And that was like my favorite thing ever watching as a kid, just looking at these strange creatures that we no longer have roam along and do their thing. And then at the end of the scene, they all, it's actually pretty sad. They all slowly die and it's very dramatic. And, and then there's no more dinosaurs. And it just always left me with that, that wondering, like, what happened to these things? Why don't we have them anymore? And yeah, ever since then, I was just super obsessed with dinosaurs. I had toy dinosaurs growing up. I had dinosaur games. I watched dinosaur movies. I was super into dinosaur documentaries. BBC's Walking with Dinosaurs, which I just bought on DVD, the remastered edition, by the way, is like one of my all-time... Oh, God, it's <laughs> so good. It's one of my all-time favorite um, series. Um, but just, just, just... The mystique of these like amazing huge creatures i just i love them so much i um am not as in tune with the science as i used to be i guess because i feel like i feel like tv doesn't really make dinosaur documentaries anywhere except for the one coming out do you did you hear about that no tell me ah it's um oh shoot hold on i gotta i gotta find the name here yeah. real quick this is important it's, uh David Anborough, he he does the uh, voicing for it, um, but it's called Prehistoric Planet. So I guess like okay. Animal Planet or Blue Planet. He's doing a Prehistoric Planet, and it comes out on May twenty seventh, and I'm so stoked for it. Oh, that's soon. It. That's really soon. It's very soon, and it it is the closest thing to the Walking with Dinosaurs series that I have ever seen since. Um, but yeah, no, I love dinosaurs. I go to museums. Um, they actually had like a really cool exhibit locally uh god how many years ago was that now five six years ago and when i turned the corner to see all the dinosaurs and the skeletons i actually started crying i was like so overwhelmed and i loved it so much so anyways i'm a dinosaur nerd i love dinosaurs um and i'm super happy to talk to anybody about dinosaurs if they want to have their ears talked off yeah i do <laughs> that's why i'm here uh and i think i remember asking you this I think, I think it was when I stopped into your stream, because I was curious what your favorite dinosaurs are. And I know it's not going to be a very simple question, because I'm sure there are a few, but... Yeah, so, I think right now my favorite is still the Amargosaurus. Uh, the Amargosaurus is a sauropod. Um, oh, it's either late Jurassic or early Cretaceous. But it's essentially a sauropod with dual fins running down from its neck down all the way down its back. It's like super weird and bizarre looking. Um, that's super appealing to me. I also really like hadrosaurs, which were the uh, duck-billed dinosaurs. Uh, Parasaurolophus is super cool. Uh, Coronasaurus, um, Chitungosaurus. I kind of I'm kind of more a herbivore girl right now, but that tends to change. <laughs> it changes. Yeah. Any reason why it changes just depends on. Oh, it's just whatever appeals to me at the time. I I think for the <laughs> longest time I was super into. Um, I really liked. Uh, so the primary name for this dinosaur is Crylophosaurus. It's called the uh, ice crested <laughs> lizard, which was a uh, carnivore, and I think they found it like pretty high up close to the Arctic, which is why it got that name. Um, but its common name 
is Elvisaurus because its crest looks like Elvis's hairdo, which is pretty cool. Uh, Original. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I, I consider Ultrasaurus to be like a walking Pokedex of dinosaurs. It's very impressive. <laughs> Just names these things off like it's nothing, where I'd probably stumble in a sentence if I had to pronounce one of them outside of T-Rex or a Brontosaurus. I mean, it really helps to, like, understand the Greek words, though. Like, once you kind of understand what those mean and how they translate to English, it's actually really easy to remember a lot of dinosaur names. So... Dilophosaurus, die to Lafo refers to the crest, and Saurus is a terrible lizard, right? No, lizard means lizard. <laughs> I don't think they're terrible like, at all. But like, yeah, <laughs> but when you like start to kind of remember, like, oh, this word means this, you can kind of even if you don't quite remember the name, you can kind of piece it together by knowing what the dinosaur visually looks like. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So did do you have do you have a favorite dinosaur movie that you've watched a thousand times? Um I can no longer watch The Land Before Time because I feel like there's an exponential graph where the older you get, the sadder that movie gets. <laughs> so I don't watch that anymore. Oh, but dinosaur movie. I would have to say it's a weird tie between Clearly Jurassic Park sure. is a great movie, but also Disney's Dinosaur is a really good movie I haven't seen that well. in a long time. It's fun. It's a real trip. That's a classic <laughs> at this point. It's a very much a classic, and it's really interesting. Like, So they have the, the, the two um, antagonists in Disney's Dinosaurs. They're Carnotauruses. Uh, Carnotauruses were um, carnivores that kind of looked like bulls almost they had like two big horns on their heads and like tiny little nubbin arms uh <laughs> that was a good and, um, really yeah good. so they wanted to use a dinosaur that wasn't a t-rex as the antagonist but they chose the carnotaurus which is really weird because the carnotaurus wasn't actually a very large carnivore it was kind of medium size and so for the movie they like pumped them up to t-rex size <laughs> they're like oh yeah there you go that's a disney for you that's Disney for you. That's, that's funny. So, movies. Got it. Now, the games. Now, there was a specific game that you mentioned earlier in the show that you played. Um, I, I, or maybe not. No, I, yeah, there, there was a dinosaur game that you played a lot. That's, yes. Yes. Uh, that would be The Isle. Right. That's the one it was. Okay. I, mm -hmm. We talked about it briefly. It wasn't at the beginning mm -hmm. of the show, but we talked about it briefly. Um. That's a game that you played. Um, thank you so very much for those gifted subs. Completely unnecessary. I appreciate it. Um, so, so the Isle. Were there any other dinosaur games that you've played that you've, you've oh, enjoyed? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I figured there was. Uh, there's quite a few, actually. There's, um, I mean, there's, if you're looking at park builders, there's Jurassic World Evolution, Jurassic World Evolution 2. Um, if you've ever played any of the older Zoo Tycoon series, they also have a lot of dinosaur expansions for them, too. Um, and in terms of, there's actually, in terms of, like, dinosaur simulation games, there's three games that are kind of competing with each other. But there's the Isle, there's Path of Titans, and there's Beasts of Bermuda. All of them have very different graphical, um, choices, have different gameplays and styles, um, 
I would say right now the aisle is doing the best out of them all, but all of them are, to be quite honest, I feel like all of them are very much lacking updates right now so it's kind of hard to get into those games unless it's like you're new and everything's brand new and it's great but if you're someone like me who's been a part of the games for a few years now you're like well kind of still the same same that's fair yeah i've never heard of any of those games besides the aisle because we spoke about that like a month or so you'll have to play the aisle with me sometime i would love to that'd be great that would be a great experience i'll try not to get and apart. speaking of hard mode, uh, my oh playstyle was also very much hard mode in the aisle. Um, okay. I would choose to play as the Dilophosaurus, which is a smaller dinosaur in the game compared to the T-Rex or the Giganotosaurus. And this dinosaur has a high amount of bleed damage. So eventually, if you're smart, you can bleed someone out. But it's a very small dinosaur. So if you take one bite from pretty much any of the dinosaurs, you're dead. You're gone. That's it. Game over. Your dinner. Um, so it was like super fun playing with the Dilophosaurus because it was like very high risk but very high reward. And I actually got pretty gosh darn good at playing with it. Like I could solo a T-Rex and it would upset a lot of people because you're not really supposed to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, hard mode has been pretty much like how I conduct my life and how I play games. <laughs> That's impressive. I mean, I when I hear bleed damage, I usually think of like the Soulsborne series, like Elden Ring. <laughs> I, I don't even know the concept of the Isle at all. I mean, is it? I'm assuming it's a multiplayer. Oh. Yeah. So you choose a dinosaur. There's a bunch of different dinosaurs you can choose from. Mm -hmm. You grow. Depending on the size of your dinosaur, it takes different growth hours, and this is real time. So a Gallimimus, which is like the ostrich-looking herbivore, I believe the Gallimimus takes an hour and a half to grow, real time. You can't speed that up. T-Rex, I think the growth time is six and a half hours or so. Um, and if you die, that's it. Go grow again. Go have fun. Uh, it's very punishing. Uh, you need to survive and be smart about what you're doing. And as you grow, you get better stats and you kind of learn the strengths and weaknesses of the different dinosaurs. Like, okay, am I faster than them? Okay, if I sprint, am I faster than them? What's the turning radius? Do they do a frontal attack, a tail attack or whatever, what have you? Um, it's a game that it's easy for people to join in and play, but to really excel, there's a very steep learning curve. That's that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It's a it's a Six, lot of fun. I like the in-game, like real-time kind of aspect to it. Oh, it's punishing. It's great. Especially when you're almost grown, you're like, yes, I have like 20 more minutes, and then something comes and kills you, and you're like, well, that's enough computer time for today. <laughs> Keyboards end up needing replacement yeah that. i'm just gonna walk away from this that's too much loss for me <laughs> that's i'll have to mark that down as in my backlog yeah yeah that'd sure. be a lot of fun to play with you and snow runner too because we talked about well or eventually you know yeah whenever about... you want to hop into so the way snow runner works is even if you like hopped into my session mm -hmm. um it doesn't matter if you're on normal or not it'll still just transfer you over you just have to play by my game rules but then like when the game is done, you get all your trucks back and like it doesn't change your uh, game or campaign. That sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. I'll have to do that with you. But you can learn from a real expert. 
who's if I remember correctly, you were on like the last map in your hard mode playthrough or yeah, something. Yeah, like I am. Uh, we're about I think eighty percent finished it. I haven't really been uh, focusing on it too hard just because Snowrunner is one of those games where you definitely do have to take breaks. You do get Snowrunner burnout, and I never want to. I never want Snowrunner to be a chore, right? Sure. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really funny, like just playing the game and like having a good understanding of the vehicles and knowing, okay, can I successfully throw myself off this cliff and live? And it's like, you get to know the trucks enough in the game that you're like, you know what, this is still a pretty low percentage move, but I think I can pull it off. And you do pull it off. Uh, there's a clip that was shown to me by one of your fantastic viewers in your community of you launching yourself off. I think it, I don't know if it was in Alaska there's a, there's a very tall mountain in the last map. I think that's where you were, and you just launched yourself off it. When me, I just recovered, but you have a rule against that. I just decided to recover, and you just throw yourself off it and survive, landing on all four wheels as if it was nothing. The, the thing is, too, so sometimes we do that just for fun, mm -hmm. to, be, to, to push the limits and see what can we get away with today. But in that case, I had a trailer, and I'm like, you know what? Whether I live or die at the bottom of this, getting the trailer down the mountain this way is a heck of a lot faster than taking it all the way back down the <laughs> yeah. long way. So I'm like, I don't even, I don't even care if we land this or not. Yeah. And since the trailers can't get damaged, it doesn't really matter. So. Exactly. There you go. That's smart thinking. That's smart thinking. Now, one of the other things I wanted to ask you, as mm -hmm. we get back to Twitch streaming as a whole, is there anything that you've enjoyed the most about streaming over the last three and a half years? That's really kind of stuck with you? Yeah, honestly, my favorite thing is building the community that we have. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better community. And again, with me starting streaming with my goals, I wanted to find like-minded people. I wanted to find people that that have similar likes and interests and play styles and personalities. And we're all different, but we're all very easygoing, chill people. Um, there's so many thoughtful individuals. And I... Honestly, like, that is my favorite part about streaming is just, like, building the community that we have. I am so incredibly proud of it. And it has been the most valuable thing um, that we've had um, over the course of my streaming. Um, don't want to bring down the show or anything, but I've had, like, a good number of Relatives and people in my life uh, pass away over the past three years, like way too many people passing away on me. And like the community actually helped me out so much and was my anchor and helped me get through that. And they were just over the top amazing with the support and the kindness that I honestly think they were so instrumental in, in helping me out through those hard times, too. Yeah, that's understandable. Hard to hear about that. But yeah, the Twitch chat is uh, its something that cannot be explained unless you've experienced it for yourself. Good luck going to somebody who's on the outside saying, oh yeah, this is Twitch. They're going to look at you like you have five heads. So and I've had those conversations, my parents <laughs> being two of them. So. Yeah, no, I don't think my parents quite understand Twitch at all, too. They know I do it, but they're just like, yeah, you, you do your internet thing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's basically it. Except when you find out you're doing things for charity, then that's when it changes. That's mm -hmm. when my dad started mm -hmm. to understand, you know, the good that Twitch can do as a whole as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's really cool. 
Speaking of parents, that's actually my favorite thing to do is uh, what growing up, I was always told, stop playing video games. It'll never let you do anything in life. (laughs) Video games are useless. You're wasting your life away. And I like walking up to my mom and be like, so do you remember when you told me video games were useless and wouldn't amount to anything in my life? Do you remember that? The delivery of that line was perfect. (laughs) So do you remember when? Yeah, that's that's really funny. Yeah, great. That's great. So, so you said your dad was a gamer. Yeah, he, yeah. Software, it was, so he, basically, he got you into gaming completely, really. Was he oh, like your, absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah, my father did too. So when he doesn't understand this, I just say, hey, you did this to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is all your fault. In fact, the whole, really the whole inspiration for the theme that we have is really my father. He studied meteorology before oh, switching to accounting. Cool. So he doesn't get any of this, but I meant to tell you. My dad actually stopped, uh, sat in this very chair and played SnowRunner. I gave him no. the wheel. Yes. <laughs> gave him the wheel. And he, my mom was sitting right here, right next, uh, right next to me. And I filmed it. I'll have to send uh-huh. you the video. It was hilarious. Oh, and yes. um, he's, he says, is this on PlayStation or something? I said, no, this is PC. And his mind went, it exploded all over the room. Because the, the concept of a, of a computer being this good playing something like that. He was great at it. Mm. He didn't flip it. He didn't get stuck. He just picked it up. Granted, he almost broke my shifter because he thought it was a real car. So I was just slamming it oh. back and forth. God. Yeah, but uh, he did very well. You would be very impressed. I'm sure I would be. Holy G- moly. Give it enough time, he'll be better than the two of us, probably. <laughs> probably. I don't yeah. doubt that. That was really great. So, uh, so... Th- I want to make sure if, if anybody doesn't know uh, who we're talking to, we're talking with Ultrasaurus. Um, and I want to make sure that please go give her a follow. Um, her, so, her social media accounts have been kind of popping up under her camera. So make sure to check them out. And um, how often do you usually stream? And when do you stream? Uh, yeah, about three days a week. Um, normally it's on Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. PST. Um, but my life is a whirlwind of <laughs> things that just love to come up. So we try to stick to that schedule, um, but sometimes we shift things around. So if you guys are interested in knowing uh, exactly when we stream, uh, hopping into the Discord is probably the best thing to do, because that's when I kind of announce what's going on. But um, yeah, we do try to stick to uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Got it. That's like, those, are, those are good times. Um, and the current game that you're playing is DCS? Once a, DCS is a once a week thing, so I don't want to burn myself out. That <laughs> game is super fun, but I, I just want to make sure that like I'm, I'm going to continue to enjoy it. And I'm like, you know what? If I feel like if I, I go too hard into DCS, I'm, I'm, I'm going to not be able to... I, I, I don't think I could do that. So, yeah, we've been primarily playing DCS on Tuesdays um, and then just swapping out ATS, SnowRunner, Gas Station, Sim throughout the other days, Farm Sim as well. Okay, there you go. A lot of Sims. I feel like that's relatable. Sims Sims are good. Mm -hmm. Of course, I never really liked The Sims. I couldn't get into that game. I just, by that reaction, did you, do you like The Sims? I absolutely love The Sims. I'm fighting words, Thunder. Uh, well, I'm risky. It's not about, look, I like the house building. I like the designing aspects. Um, I don't know why I just couldn't get into it. Obviously, I just wanted to start a fight between Ultra and I to end the it's, show. Clearly. Um, 
Yeah, no, I don't know. I've I've always loved The Sims. I can't actually even specifically point out <laughs> what I love about The Sims, but like I've had almost every single I've sorry. I've owned every single Sims in the series since it first started. Okay. I even remember um do you remember that Sims Online was a thing? Yes, I do, and I stayed away from it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't I don't think I was allowed to go <laughs> on it. But yeah, no, it's it's a I I quite enjoy the series. Not something I would particularly stream though. Gotcha. I I just like the house building and, and those kind of games. The house building is fun for sure. That's a lot of fun. Well, <laughs> I don't know why my mind keeps going back to where's Pippa and is Pippa gonna jump up and start biting she things is, again? No, no, you you need to stop. Go stop. on. You're 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 jinxing it. She is. Asleep over there, nicely, not causing trouble, not causing the muck. She's being very quiet and sleeping, and it's like the best time ever when she's sleeping because we don't have to deal with the constant shenanigans that pursue when she is awake. <laughs> are we talking about Twitch chat or Pippa? Because <laughs> I feel like those two concepts are yes. relatable. <laughs> yes. It's like it's so quiet and calm, and she's sleeping, and then, yeah, that's great. And then there's the yeah. big troublemakers in chat. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have any anything exciting coming up for your stream or anything uh, in particular? Not particularly, no. It's just Besides kind of Epic business as usual. I think eventually I do want to um, hop into iRacing. Okay. Uh, like are you familiar with that? I am familiar with it. I haven't played it, but we've been playing, we're playing Gran Turismo 7 a lot and I have some friends yeah. that do play it. So probably um just that and then um I also do a lot of horseback riding. I just got into it again this week. I was on a break because I can't afford to horseback ride all year round. Um but yeah, I think uh, maybe on Sundays too we'll do uh some previews of some of my horseback riding lessons if anyone is interested in watching me getting thrown off of a horse. <laughs> I I am once again interested in that. I had no idea that you rode horses. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, it's um, something I'm super passionate about. I've uh, been riding for about uh, 10 years. I, At my peak, I used to uh, compete, and I would win champion and first place ribbons, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but unfortunately, here in North America, horseback riding isn't really considered a sport. It's considered a hobby, and it's way too expensive. So unless you were, um, you're a very fortunate individual, it's a... Very, very hard to afford sport. <laughs> sure. So we have yeah. an equestrian professional here as well. I'm in Pratt. I, I lived in Louisville, Kentucky for a while, and mm -hmm. I, I was 10, 15 minutes away from Churchill Downs. So oh, I saw, wow. I mean, it's easily probably one of the greatest tracks on, on the planet. And we would mm -hmm. go there for night races and, with, with friends and just kind of hang out. It was, it's, it's just a oh, great, awesome. affordable way to spend an evening. I just, I, horses, mesmerize me i think they're beautiful creatures and i've been riding one time and i was in uh -huh. a lot of pain when i was done on my first ride for reasons that do not need to be explained but mm -hmm. it was a good time and i definitely would like to do it again yeah no um it's it's funny the more you get to know horses though um like working with them personally you go from wow they're such beautiful graceful creatures to <laughs> yeah they're pretty but they literally get scared off of their own farts and bolt and freak out and run off so like <laughs> i'm not sure i would quite call them graceful 
Uh, <laughs> God, they're just they're just like idiots <laughs> with a lot of body bulk and speed, and it is just like kind of scary sometimes <laughs> that you're riding this thing that has the brain the size of a walnut that sees that. Oh my god, the trash can wasn't there yesterday. It's two feet to the right. We can't walk down this road today. Um, yeah, so that's kind of horses in a nutshell. That's probably the greatest summary of a horse I've ever heard in my life. That's that's great. That should be on a bulletin yeah. board for advertisements. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh god. I'll keep that in mind the next time I go horseback riding. Yeah. Yeah. Put that entire thing right on a t-shirt. <laughs> That's it. New Ultrasaurus merch. <laughs> Explanation of uh, how horseback riding actually works. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, in a nutshell, Ultrasaurus is a sim trucker and pilot extraordinaire, is a dinosaur expert, a equestrian professional, um, and has quite a mass skill of throwing bananas at other monkeys. Yes. I have that about right? Absolutely. Got it. You're fantastic. You're really oh, you're are. sweet. You're, I, I just, you're so easy to talk to. That makes me really happy to hear. I still remember the first time I came into your chat. Like, so firstly, you know, th th there's me who's been streaming SnowRunner for a while. So when I see someone new in the category, I'm like, ooh, who's streaming SnowRunner? But then, but then I see like, you have like the wheel. You have like a pretty gosh darn spanking good stream setup and i'm like huh that's intriguing and i hung out with you and you mentioned that you liked dinosaurs and you were playing zelda music and i love zelda um and then you mentioned that you you're like oh yeah we're gonna watch Step Brothers on discord for a community movie night and i'm like did we just become best friends yep <laughs> do you want to go do karate in the basement uh yeah as long as i get to kick a watermelon <laughs> And a bag of chips. And a, oh god. I watched that again like two weeks ago. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. I got I, I swear it's a movie that minimum I need to watch once a year, but like I think to be in good health, twice a year is good. Please go follow Ultrasaurus. You will not regret it. She's been an absolute wonderful um uh new friend uh that I've uh, had the pleasure of getting to know over the last couple months. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Thank you, Thunder, for having me on here. Of course. Thanks for listening to Chatting Up a Storm. If you want to catch the live stream, you can do so at twitch.tv slash thunderceptor11. You can also find me on Twitter at thunderceptor11. And if you want to hang out with us in Discord, you can do so at discord.gg slash thunderceptor11.